See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. All right. So luckily, you're having air conditioning problems at the, hot, the, the hottest the, point in the history of the universe. Yeah, well, you know, it's always like that. Yep. Hey, what is this thing? Anyway, you're listening to Slow Robot A Go-Go. My name's Mao. With me, as always... Dr. Morbius. And we talk about B through Z grade movies. If you don't like those, turn it us off, and that would be great. But okay. if you do like them, turn us on. <laughs> yeah, turn us on, and then However, tell, you, tell your friends... To turn us on. <laughs> your girlfriends. <laughs> or have a friend listen. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, go to bungeofdorks.com, go to Destination Nightmare, go to uh, Wannabe Hot Rodder... Do those things and whatever. There is a new, uh, there is a new episode of uh, Two Dimension because we did one like three weeks ago, and the powers that be finally posted it. Nice. So the powers that be that don't necessarily that are somewhere and don't do podcasts somewhere anymore, in the future. Somewhere in time. Yeah, podcast is a rough business. It is uh, a rough business. It's thankless. No one cares. It's people a money making li- business. Yeah, people though, listen. Isn't it? People listen. <laughs> But the people making it, you better be a labor of love, because no one else gives a shit. Well, it is, a, sure. it is a good money maker, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have to move gold bars to use the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I was pooping gold bars. In my brain. Money, you know, but anyway. <laughs> yes. So what I have, like, 700 uh, podcasts total in my, to my name, and yeah. I've made zero cents. Zero dollars and zero cents out of it. Yes. Yes, thank you. Floundering around in obscurity for you. Yeah, for you. So, for uh, you. I watched Jack Shit this this week. What did you? Oh, you watch that anything? movie. Yeah, yes, it Jack was a very Shit. good movie, uh, starring Bruce Campbell. Where he said, "Yes, I'm the king of two things." Bruce Jack Dan, and Bruce Shit. Campbell and Gary Busey yeah. as Jack Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I had not watched anything except yeah. our two movies, and one of them isn't even like a movie. I don't think. No, man, it was bad. It, it, was, it was a bad choice. It was okay. Though. I mean, I kind of enjoyed it a little bit, you mm-hmm. know. I didn't. Yeah. No. Okay. No. It was it was like boring and I don't know. There well, were cars whatever. in it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they sure were. And there were cars. You, in you it. better like watching the same kind of clips over and over again. I was like, what am I watching? NASCAR? Oh god. Ugh. Yeah, I know. But hey, it was only an hour. Now that's one of those things where it's always very surprising to me that NASCAR is as popular as it is. I don't. I don't. I don't get like I don't. Because uh, I know a lot of people that watch it. I'm not. I just don't know the appeal. Like it's there is strategy and there is things I, going on. I don't watch it. But I yeah I can't watch it. I tried and I'm like no. This I isn't. J- I just think people like watching car accidents. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I mean you like mo- you you're more like the uh, the quarter mile guy, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know what I am anymore. All right, we're gonna take a trailer break and then we come back. We're just gonna go to right into the movies. We'll be right back. And get some coffee and some energy going on here. Oh, no coffee yet. I've had coffee, just no energy. But you haven't had like five cups yet. Right, my normal pot and a half of coffee to get me yeah, walking. Yeah, understood. All right, we'll be right back. Um, Chinese restaurant. まあ、9時みたいなのがあるわけですけれどもね、そこに私なんか頑張ること頑張り続けなさいって書いてあって、ちょっとショックっていうかもう何をしたらいいのだろうかみたいなよくわからんみたいなそういう感じなんですよ。
Isaac Hayes and Pam Greer, the perfect match to set the screen on fire. Put them together and watch the sparks fly when Truck Turner meets Foxy Brown. Isaac Hayes is Truck Turner, the last of the bounty hunters. You gonna bring him out or do we have to go in and get him? Pam Greer is Foxy Brown, the meanest chick in town. You tell me who you want done, and I'll do the hell out of it. When they get it on, the action takes off. Truck Turner, with music by Isaac Hayes. Foxy Brown, with music by Willie Hutch. Isaac Hayes and Pam Greer in Truck Turner and Foxy Brown. Together on one big show. Rated R. Under 17. Not admitted without parent. Jill Johnson is babysitting the children of a young doctor and his wife. They've told her where they'll be, when they'll be home. Everything she has to know. Except what to do. When a stranger calls... Hello? Why haven't you checked the children? Who is this? What do you want? Your blood. When a stranger calls... Leave me alone! Jill, this is Sergeant Sacker. We've traced the call. It's coming from inside the house. Just get out of that house. When a stranger calls... Every babysitter's nightmare becomes real. From Columbia Pictures, rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. Enter death's waiting room, if you dare. No! No! Below the crypt lies the vault of horror. A treasure chest of the macabre, filled with madness, voodoo, vampires, torture, and terror. All the things that make life worth leaving. The Vault of Horror, from Cinerama Releasing, rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. The Vault of Horror. It has all the things that make life worth leaving. You mean I actually have frickin' sharks with frickin' laser beams attached to their frickin' heads? Righty. Yeah, boy. Those, the calls are coming from when the howls, uh, that genre went away just as quick as it came for a reason. He knows Yawn. you're alone. Don't <laughs> answer the phone. Oh, no, a phone's ringing. I better not pick it up. Oh. But you know, <laughs> but you know, remember those days of yore when we used to be able to do phony, you know, crank calls and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know how to do them anymore. I don't, I don't think I would want to. There's but, no way. But yeah. back in the day, you know, they were done a lot by... When a stranger comes calling, I saw what you, I know who you are, yeah. and I saw what you did. <laughs> I'd be like, "Well, why don't you come and knock on the door, and you can put a nine right between your eyes?" There you go. Cause I will. Anger and violence. Yep, that's me. Only when necessary. Right. Not so for anyway. fun. <laughs> <laughs> Not <Wink>. for fun. <laughs> Only when. Yeah, wink, wink, only nuts, when nuts. provoked. So, what, what's our first movie this week? Well, our first movie 
I I I like this movie, but I I really do think that Monty Python watched this movie. <laughs> there, I think there's scenes in this movie which I think are in Holy Grail. I guess we'll do Castle of the Living Dead. From yeah, that's fine. Um, I saw this as a kid as a creature feature, so I always have I have a little fondness for yeah. it. Of course, in memory of uh, the great Christopher Lee, you know, who's so. been on this show more than me. And I hope Peter Cushing show. has been more. Yeah, both the, of them. Both of those guys. They are actually in the credits as. Yes, they're they're producer they're and directors. They, they, yes. I mean, they, they own yes. this. They own this show apparently. Yes, yes. And <laughs> this is the first film appearance of uh, Donald Sutherland. Yeah, I was waiting for him to show up, and I was like, "Am I forgetting what he looks like?" And then I was like, "Oh, there he is!" I, uh, as soon as he pops he's on. the witch too. Yeah, he's yeah. He's the I witch figured. and the and the the soldier. Or whatever. As soon as he popped on stage, I was like, "There he is!" Yeah, there he is. <laughs> Donald Sutherland. You know what I mean? Like when you know a name, but you you know this is one of their early stuff, and you're like, I could miss this guy, but knowing that, but not you can't miss Donald Sutherland. Nah. That's I was like watching and watching. I was like, is he in there like in the background or something? Then finally he showed up. I was like, oh thank God. With those big old eyeballs or whatever. Crazy. You know. Was he on Mash? He was in the movie. The movie Mash, right? Okay. He was. Uh, he was Trapper, Trapper John, John, right? Or, okay. Uh, Hawkeye Pierce, one of the. No, other. I think it was Trapper John, but all right, go ahead. No, in the so, in, in, no, no, he was in the movie, which. Um, so what's this movie called? Castle of the Living Dead. Castle of the Living Dead. <laughs> Castle of the Living. Dead. I gotta do like a spreadsheet that shows how many times your your movies have a castle, castle or, living or, dead. or dead in it. Like <laughs> I, I guarantee it's it's like every third one has one of those words in it. We I, we have to look. Cause my, <laughs> like, did you did you get the did you get the email from my next movie pick? Did we do that movie? I don't think so. I didn't check the spreadsheet be- because that next movie that we may be doing is almost like it's. It's reality now. Oh. We'll talk about it during the no, break. No, we didn't do this one. We didn't do no, no, no. We didn't I do next week. Okay. Bec- bec- well, because before you picked this one, I got an email that said, "Let's do Bikini Beach," and I was like, "Oh, that sounds yeah, awesome. I'd love it. to do it." And I was like, "Oh, there it is." I was like, "That sounds way too familiar." And then I was like, "Yep, there it is." I knew, I knew, it. I, I, I wanted to do a beach party movie, and I go, "Well, this is a good one because they make fun of oh, the yeah. Beatles oh, and stuff." Yeah. But we did it, so I was like, "Okay, well, it's time to tribute Af- Christopher Lee." After now. 170 shows. Uh, you you kind of forget what you've done. Like we ha- we consult our uh, our spreadsheet more than we should have to, but you just do. I like, just consult just... the magic eight ball, and yeah. it says like probably or not necessarily. Maybe or... not. All the signs point to Dude. I don't remember. Yeah, all signs point to bite me. Yes. So um yeah so anyway, Castle of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. That castle, by the way. Has been used in like a hundred million movies. Movies probably. in the '60s, like whenever they needed a castle, that was <laughs> a go-to g- castle. You know what I mean? Yeah. That that one right there. I so. did love the opening of this. And I would think because they got you. They and I think you would have liked. Did, did you like the grounds where they had those weird statues on the ground? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was kind of odd. odd. It was very odd. But the very first scene, which is neat, is you think you're watching a public hanging. Yeah. And it's going w- wrong, and you're like, "What is going on here?" You know, and and uh, yeah. and there's of course there's a midget running around because there's always a midget running around in these in medieval times, and and then there's this like, really creepy undertaker who's sitting there on a on a on his wagon, wagon. On, a horse-drawn He's, wagon, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're all cackling and acting like goofy idiots, and uh, and there's a a guy dressed up like a harlequin uh, who's being hanged for his crimes against humanity. And there's a really gruff undertaker who's kind of like, oh, get up there now, shut up, you. And he's, and they're kind of, you don't know what's going on. And he tries to hang him, 
And then the, and he and the guy keeps going. I don't know how to do this. I keep slipping out. And then the Undertaker goes, "Oh, le- this is how you do it," or the Hangman, I mean. So he climbs in and shows him. And then of course the Harlequin kicks the bucket out. Everybody and, he, and everyone starts laughing. I was like, "This is really weird. What's going on here?" And then it was they got me. Yeah. It, it was a performance. Uh, uh you know, one of those traveling yeah, shows, yeah. traveling performance troops, and and it was neat then. You know, and you're like, "Oh, that's cool." And they were selling like little hangman. I know, like <laughs> little hangman like toys. I was like, "That's weird." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what got me when I was a kid. When I saw, I remember that scene vividly. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And it, but it, and it worked because it got you. Like, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that like at first I was kind of like, ah, uh, okay, let's see what this is. Because I'm not a big fan of the medieval time stuff. Yeah, right, right. It's right. kind of just like okay, people romanticize it. Do you know how shitty it was living back then? Like, real. You know, yeah. like so. So I'm like, just, just stop. You know, but yeah. whatever. Uh, but this one was fun. It's a funny, pretty interesting. You know. Now, now, th- if you, I don't know if you noticed this, but the guy who was the Harlequin, uh huh, he was in a movie that we did called Exterminators Three Thousand. Yes, he was. He was the bearded guy, Luigi Pignatelli. I, I know. Yeah, like because he and he because you're like he's kind of big for being in a movie because he's a he's a kind of a a. a rotund fellow you and know he had that peter laurie look to him or yes whatever, he did know? like kind of bug-eyed yeah, kind of yeah, round yeah. you're like well that's weird but whatever they used to call him the italian peter laurie he's in a lot of <laughs> he's in a lot of horror movies spaghetti west i wouldn't know how to take that uh, if i you know, like you're the italian I peter laurie, salt, you'd be like, maybe or something. i guess just give me the acting job and i'm fine with it yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i don't think italians call him that i think americans who kids who watch these movies called them the Italian uh, uh, Peter Lorre, but yeah, Luigi Pignatelli, yeah, he's a bunch of movies. I, I was really surprised he was in Exterminators 3000. I was like, oh, look at him, he's still running around yeah, doing all these he was older movies. Yeah, he was older than that. Yeah, one, he had yeah. a big old gray beard and stuff like that, you know. So what? What? So what happens then? So they get invited. Yeah, they got to know where some weirdo. They, they get invited to Count Drago's, but before they go there, they go to a bar to celebrate their performance and dole out the money. And the Harlequin gets into a fight with the uh, the, with the, you know, the guy the, who runs the troop. The runs the troop over money and and like he gets all vicious and you it know, was bad. It yeah. was a very bad, bitter fight. Like he 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 was trying to kill him, and, and they were like, drunk well, too. But yeah, you know. yeah, and that's what happens usually. So Harlequin know. gets you know, a guy breaks it up. Another guy gets in the middle, Eric or whatever, and breaks it up, and then he Harlequin splits, and, and he takes and off with one of the horses. Yep, and he's like, I'm gonna get you. And he, he's, like, yeah. he's like, he's like, I'm gonna kill you. And you're like, Ooh, okay, that's weird. Yeah, so he takes off, and then like. You know, the troop, you know, goes back the next day, and that guy, Eric, who broke up the fight, joins them, you know, yeah. reluctantly. And then they're all in their little van or the little whatever, and then there's, like... <laughs> they're the, they're cor- horse-drawn mystery machine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's, like, the... Jinkies! The, the, the girl, the her brother, who's the Bruno, who's the leader, the uh. new guy, Eric, and then there's a mute strong man and the little short guy, yeah. Nick. Or I thought his name was Neep. That's why I was like, is this like from the Knights who say Neep? But I think <laughs> I read it as a credit as Nick. So anyway, so as they're traveling through the woods, they they, they run into like an old witch oh, played yeah. by Donald Sutherland. Oh, yeah. And yeah. dubbed, of course. All these people are dubbed. The interesting story about the dubbing that I read, which I didn't know. Apparently, one of the few people in this movie, I guess because he was America-British, that dubbed his role with his real voice is Christopher Lee. But when he went to do the dubbing, the script girl lost the script, so he had to redub it from memory. Oh my god! Yeah, I read that in the. Oh my god! The you, I, I, wow, that 
That tells you something about his his professionalism. Yeah. He redubbed it by memory or by whatever he remembered. Because yeah, I couldn't remember that. I mean, yeah, I know. I, wow, that's well, that's something, you know. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so um, you know, uh, the, he's the the witch is all like, oh, he's like, two, yeah. some will die and some will live. She's, but she's rhymes. She yeah. speaks in rhymes. Yeah, she's a rapper. She's yeah, she's she's, she's, a, she's the real rapper. film shady. So she stood up. She stood up. She stood up. Yeah, and, yeah. But then, so the <laughs> yeah, midget right. gives her some bread, and she's like, well, you won't die. Take this magic rock or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, well, I got that going for me. Yeah, and then, like, you know, so okay. Then, then they go on their way, and then they start seeing that, like, the things in in the in this forest, nothing's moving. Right. And everything's kind of, like, frozen. It's yeah. like a taxidermist that just put his stuff on the path yeah, to yeah, his right. thing. Yeah, right. It's kind of so weird. Like, sets the mood. Sets That's the tone. The mood, it's yeah. very creepy and very odd, you know. And As most of these, I love these old Italian 60s horrors because they're shot in real castles. They're yeah. shot in real crypts. They're in <sighs> black and white, so it's all like moody and kind of creepy. And it just seems yeah. like it's like really like authentic in a lot oh, of well ways. Oh, it is. It's practical. It's it's practical. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's, you know. and, it, and it's... You Here know, we have to build the set. Over yeah, there they have the set. They just have them, right. and that's kind of cool, you know. Yeah. Even even I I know they build a lot of them in the in the kung fu movies, but some of them are like kind of they find these very cool scenes. They yeah, kind of, they the find kung fu these, movies. Yeah, they find these glens by waterfalls, and you're like, wow, that's really cool. Yeah, you yeah, know? sure, yeah. And uh, and it's always better. Well, it's like here when you go to do a western, they go to Utah and they go to like the big you know mount, the uh, big you know uh, the vistas, in, you know, the vistas, Mesa yeah. Verde out there, you know that kind of stuff, and you're like, wow. You know, and and it's funny because over there, even though we do, even though it's real settings, we do see that similar castle a lot. And and in the U.S. in particular, I have to find the movies which which movies they were. But there was a set, which was like this castle set that they used in I don't know how many B movies, and they <laughs> even did it in a soft core. It's this one set. It's when in John, Vegas, isn't it? It's it's like uh, no, there's there's a castle in Vegas. That's the oh okay, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Like I but thought, there, but there's this one set where it's Count like, Chocula's. It's 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 a it's a Dracula thing, <laughs> but there's this one set where it's like it's all like you know looks like it's a dungeon, but it's got a stairway going down, and it's and it's used in like about 20 movies, yeah. you know. It's yeah. like the generic set, and it's I read it was on, it was in Hollywood Studios or something like that. But I it just it, it worked. It was so good and so layered, and and it was so perfect that they just kept using it, you know. Yeah, and and, it, and it's like in 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 all the Cormor movies, a lot of B movies. Uh, Bronson Canyon, that cave and all that. Yeah. Oh yeah. You'll see that cave in a ton of movies. Mil- you know? Lots of all of varying degrees too. It doesn't have to be B movies. Sometimes it's yeah. You know, they use it all the time. Some movies are just so good that they just use it over and yeah, over again. Yeah, the settings. You know? you know, that's a good thing about California or California. California. As, a, as a, that it has different uh, different vistas and different territories. Oh yeah. That's what made it so. So faint, per- so, so perfect, so you know. So perfect for shooting. You can, you, there's, there's mountains. There's like for the westerns. There's like the desert, you know. It's, yeah, exactly. It's kind of yeah. so varied and so incredible. It has, I mean, they lost their way now, but sure. back when it started out, that's why they went there. They're like, holy sure. crap, this is like everything we want, you know. Yeah. So anyway, so they go go into the castle and you know yep. they're so like they get there. They're, yeah, they're introduced to the. You know, creepy, uh, weird-looking Christopher Lee, and is a uh, even creepier-looking uh, oh, the, uh, the henchman. Uh, the henchman, yeah. Well, I forgot what his, his name. number two is a, is a real. Like, yeah. He's a monkey man. Like, like I don't know if you ever saw like guys that like their arms like are mm-hmm. kind of longer than their bodies, and they're like they're carnival carny guys, you know. They're and they're just big, 
meaty weird guys, you know. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah. Comes to mind that guy that's in the the bad guy from most of those cycle movies. With, Bruce Stern or whatever? With his gigantic arms. Like he oh, has, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he has huge triceps. And, and the guy's naturally a huge dude. And his arms are longer than they should be. So yeah. he's just this imposing fellow that doesn't look like he has a lot going on upstairs. Yeah, that's yeah, the, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the second... That's this henchman in this movie, you know? The, he's, he, I forgot what his name was, but he's been in a lot of westerns, always plays the bad guy. Oh, whatever. yeah. But there's an American actor, and I forgot what his name was. I know he's in the movie The Teacher, and I know he's in, a, in some Clint Eastwood western. I can't remember what his name was, but he, he has a similar look to him, and I'll find this picture because I can't think of it. It's Anthony something or other, but he was in a lot of... B movies. Apparently, I mean, I read about him a few a uh, mm. few months ago, and apparently, like he quit the business, but he's he's a well he's a well known painter now. He paints, so it's like mm. okay, so he went from one cool career to another yeah. one. Oh yeah, some people are charmed, but yeah. but anyway, and others flounder around yeah, exactly. un- unappreciated in, exactly. in obscurity. So anyway, so they go into the castle and like you know the count is showing him around, and he's like he's a taxidermist, oh, quote yes. unquote. So you know? weird, man, and th- he's playing a very good weird guy. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's he's very really this, right from 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 frame one. You know that this is not the place where you want to be spending the night. No, it's a goofy, weird castle filled with oddities and. And, and at this point, it kind of becomes the most dangerous game. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You know, because it's like okay, so I want you got I want this troop, and I want you to perform, and they're gonna perform, and everybody has their you know go to your room. You're gonna pay you three gold pieces. Yeah, three or gold pieces. You're like wow, okay, but. That's a lot of money back now. Oh yeah, yeah. So anyway, they go upstairs and there's like a little romance going between the Eric and the girl or whatever, and then and, and then, she she's very attractive. She's a, yeah, she's, she's very pretty. I don't know yeah. who she is, but yeah, she did a few movies. I can't mm. remember again. I should have remembered, but I can't remember. But she reminded rate. me of um, Marianne from Gilligan Gilligan's yeah, Island. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, but they, bit. but the Italian sexed her up by about forty percent. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's yeah. that's what her face reminded me of. Uh, which was nice because that's from my youth. I watched a lot of Gilligan's Island, so it was comforting, you know. Yeah, I found out that Joust is more of a ginger guy. Yeah, well, he's the one. You it's know. okay. That's cool. Yeah, no, 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 nothing wrong with that. that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> you know. Wrong with that. Anyway, um, so as they're all going in there, he uh, he's talking to the Bruno, the main guy, uh. and he's he's taking Bruno around and showing him around. He goes, oh, yeah, and she shows him more birds or animals that he's done. And then he starts talking about, well, I give them immortality. You know, they will never age and You're blah, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh, here we okay. go. Yeah, all right. We found the insanity. So, like, right before he's getting ready to do the show, uh, I think Christopher Lee goes, what, would you like some cognac? Oh yeah, you know, like just, a drink or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like a drink. It's this weird vase, and you're like, oh god. Okay. okay, I was like, don't drink it. But he takes a drink, and I guess he gets really hammered or something. I don't know, drugged out or whatever. So they go to do the performance that night, and you know, dude's like, all oh, he's the guy who plays the hangman. Yep. So he's all drunk out of his mind or whatever, and the other guy, who's now the new guy who's playing the Harlequin. Because are you sure you want to do this? Oh yeah, 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 good. I'm fine. Because it's not yet. Yeah, he's. This isn't alcohol. He's not drunk. There's something really wrong with There's him. There's something wrong. And with we that. find out that later, you know. Yeah. But so well, it, you know what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, but, yeah. Go. You know, whatever. So at any rate, they do the uh, performance. They do the yeah. performance, and it goes horribly wrong. He, he uh, gets hung. 
he gets hung. Yeah. So, you know, it's like everybody's freaked out, blah, blah. You know, they, the crown dragger goes, oh, we'll take care of that, you know, and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And Christopher Lee's all in black with these, his eyes are all like, you know, like darkened or whatever. Highlighted, yeah, like I mean, accentuated, you, you know. know. You know that... He's not right. That, yeah. that That's not right, but you know that... Tim Burton watched this movie because I mean <laughs> when they go into the funeral Tim Burton's like I'm going to be him my whole life yeah that's what yeah. I'm going to do he's like I'm that's I'm that's that that's yeah and, and I want the, I want my character to be just like in this movie because at, at any rate so yeah so anyway they uh, you know the guy dies they're all like freaked out you know blah 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 so then you know he's like uh, everybody goes to a room and like uh, um, whatchamacallit um Christopher Lee goes to go, well, what, would you like me to give you some, you know, cognac to calm you down? So I guess he wants he's to, He's just like, trying to bump everyone off. I'm like, dude, take your time. You know, yeah. he, he's, he's just ripping through this cast like nothing. Because, you know, and, and he has the, you know, he's very comforting when this guy dies. So you're like, okay, he, he showed genuine concern, even though it was a, of, of his own doing, you know. Yeah, right, right, right. And, uh... But then he's like instantly starts making the moves on the girl. Yeah, yeah, because he really likes her. Yeah, yeah. and I, like this part, th- this is where I kind of get lost because I know that now is when the soldiers show up because they have to investigate the death. Yeah, and, um, no, and yeah, right, right, right. And that's when you see Donald Sutherland, and and he he he's acting as a big phony. He's a goofball. He's yeah. a goofball, and he's really like they also made a lot of point to say that during this time, this was right after a war. So there was like Ronan, there was like a, 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 a unitless soldiers, you know, with no, without commanders, kind of didn't have anywhere ghosts. So it was a it was an influence and of that, crime. And that, and that Eric guy was a was a former captain, right? Because right? this was after the French Revolution. Yes. And even at the beginning of the movie, they showed like some highwaymen, like you know, robbing robbed, people yeah. or yeah. whatever. You know, so, so and that's what happens, you know, when 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 these when there's nowhere to go and you know and you're maybe you're the losing side. You just kind of become an outlaw, or you know, unless you can find work, you know. Exactly. So yeah. that's what they were kind of saying. It's very, it's very bad times. So when they came, when when um, Donald Sutherland and his two hen- and his two um, sidekicks came, you could tell they were they were law in that maybe they just killed the the sheriff. Like they weren't actually appointed lawmen. They were just kind of saying that they were the law and walking around. Even though, they, but I mean, they had, they did have the uniforms, but yeah, they could have been anything. I, I took it as them being very sketchy, sketchy at best, you know? <laughs> and, and then while, so. and while, and after they leave, the, the Harlequin guy, you know, yeah. shows up at the castle. Yeah. The, the original one, the, the first angry man. And he's, and he's like climbing up the, he's climbing up the, and he shows up at the woman's window, like with his Cree, with his Peter Lorre face, you know, looking through the window. I don't think that big dude could make it up that No, nah, I mean, castle. he's like one hell of an acrobat to get up no there or way. whatever. So he shows up there, and she, like, freaks out. And then he, like, goes in the castle, and he's roaming around. And I guess the, the, the henchman um, finds out that he's there or something like that. So he ends up, yeah. like, chasing him and, and, and... Kills him with a scythe. With a scythe, yeah. An yeah. old school scythe. I had one of those when I was a kid. Did you really? Yeah, Those we, things are cool. They are they're, they're nasty looking, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They hurt. It's the one where it's like a, it's almost like an S bent uh, piece of wood with a long. You see it mostly with the Grim Reaper, but the the original ones had a handle on them for uh, swinging. And you know this this creepy uh, side or this creepy sidekick kills the the Harlequin. Uh, and also at this point, there's a lot going on in this movie where so you have 
the count is making his moves on Marianne. That's what I'm calling her. And you have and the midgets just wandering around. He just with, left with the mute guy. They're with just the, wandering. Yeah, around. they just left, and then and like he he finds the witch again at some point, and then the Harlequin's killed. And Peter Laurie is, tr- or I mean, um, Harlequin is Peter Laurie. Yeah, I'm sorry. The uh, uh, the count is also trying to immortalize the girl. Like, so he's not. He trying wants to immortalize everybody. Yeah, he's trying to like put everyone in this in this state of suspended animation or whatever this this. And they, they say that they found the serum from this flower. From the flower. And he from does that Africa, one you know. When he puts the flower in. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like you know, we, during it, because he, he, he started out taxidermy but then he yeah. found out a more like you know lethal way lethal way because she it, pours yeah. a drink the girl does after the, everything settles down and she drops it and the cat licks it and they stop they, they do the freeze frame they do the freeze frame like the cat went oh now i'm now i'm immortalized you know you're yeah, like okay right. this is so she's weird. like uh-oh we gotta get out of here yeah you know? we gotta get out of this place and, and another weird scene was we like right before we yeah yeah right the animal. <laughs> But but another weird scene <coughs> was when 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 they go to bury uh, I think it was when they go bury uh, who was it that they were burying? Were they burying Bruno or were they burying? Yeah, they were supposedly burying Bruno. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the meantime, the mute guy's wandering around the castle. Yeah. You know, and they go, "Where is he? I don't know. He's in there." So while he's wandering around the castle. He stumbles into the room where they're doing all the thing, and then like the henchman is there. Yeah. And then like a henchman sees him, and all of a sudden he's like goes and he hits this little like. Uh, this like uh, this little like uh, I don't know what you call it. This little like slingshot a uh, uh, vehicle with an arrow, and he just like and he crossbow, like a little crossbow, and he shoots the mute guy in the eyeball, and he kills him. You know? that, and that was such a throwaway scene too. But it's, it's so like bizarre. Just, it's like they just added it. They <laughs> were like, weird, we need ten man. more minutes or or four more minutes, and but we need to get rid of somebody else. You know, we don't know what to do with this guy, so we got to get rid of him. So that's the other thing. The guy killed the 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 sidekick henchman kills a guy with a scythe. Then he shoots a guy in the eye with an arrow. Then he ha- just has a gun when he's shooting the, like the midget. He's, he's he has a lot of talent. He's a yeah, good he killer. A, I he, mean, he's, he's a talented he, guy or whatever. He's a talented assassin. He can kill with anything. You know, beat you with a rock, hit you with a bottle. Yeah. So I mean, so basically they come back and they start seeing something, you know, weirds going on. So the little guy starts looking around or whatever, and then all of a sudden, like you know, he shenanigans, shenanigans. As midgets often get into shenanigans, of course, you know, of course, yeah, that's their lot in that's life. That's their lot in movie life, anyway. <laughs> in real life, they're just idiots like us, just going yeah, to work, but yeah. you know, uh, whatever. But shorter, <laughs> and um, and then uh, and then like uh, what's his face? Uh, the henchman catches him, and then they have a little fight or whatever, where like all the you know the little guy can do is like. Grow, grow under his leg. Crawl like, oh, yeah, he's doing all that, like, hiding underneath, and he's like, got, like rocks. A, he's got a little knife, and he's pulling the knife-fighting deal and stuff like that. And then, <laughs> and then finally, like, you know... He gets, My favorite part of the whole movie. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, I know what you're... you're when he, ta- when he, d- he tosses him. He can, midget dummy. He just chucks his... Yeah, yeah, The yeah, hedger yeah. just chucks his dummy off the top of the yeah, castle. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I was like, yeah! <laughs> midget dummy tossing. <laughs> Bravo movie. I, I, you get a ten star. Because, <laughs> wow. And, and then you're like, oh, he's dead. No, he lands in a, in he, he a lands wagon in a, of hay. You know? But then, then the witch shows up, and she kind of takes him to her, to his, she grabs him and takes him yeah. to her, whatever, witch We are mixing lair. these up a little bit. We're mixing them up a little bit. We're, it's basically the storyline. She takes matter, him, and she yeah. revives him. She says... She raps a little bit, gives him some like you know, uh, <laughs> she has a little rap on and gives him a little yep. you know juice and wakes him up or whatever you know. So he's like okay now. In the meantime, 
like the girl and the and the Eric are trying to escape, and the the count and the henchman grab them. Yeah. And as she's trying to escape, before she gets grabbed, she finds other rooms, and then she sees like another woman in a bedroom. Yeah. Like, embalmed with like spiders crawling on her and stuff like that. So now they realize that he's not just doing animals. Yeah, he's killing people. And then and then they. And then they're still like this is like where it gets a little bit Scooby Dooish. Yeah, yeah. They're running from room to room, and then they finally find the the, the main room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is all the people that he's. And then they see immortalized. Yeah, and they, Bruno. There. They see everyone there, and, and they still the arrow in Bruno's eye. And I and then yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, right. They still the eye, which was kind of bizarre like, and cool. Take that out. I don't know. But that's that kind of cool, you know. And then I think, and then they capture the two. Meanwhile, the little the little guy's still running around. He's still getting revived. Yeah. They capture the two. You know, the one guy gets knocked out. The girl's still there. And so, like, he goes, well, you know, like, Christopher Lee starts with this, I'll give you immortality, and blah, 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 and nah. all this crap. And in the meantime, the other guy comes, too, and then, but then, like, um, you know, yeah, Christopher Yeah, because he just Lee's, got knocked on the head. He didn't get Christopher yeah. Lee's got, still got a gun or whatever. One, you know? Yeah, one, a one-shot, uh, old-style flintlock, you know, there's only one bullet in that thing, you know. Yeah, right, right, so, right. And it's a sm- very small one. It was, like, a very earlier version of a Derringer. Uh, which are those tiny little gambler guns? They made those in in the in the single shot uh, percussion and and flintlocks as well, and that's what one of these was. They're very rare to see those. So uh, he so he goes well, and you know now you know you will know immortality or whatever. So he goes into like some vial that he has, and he dips it into like a little like uh, whatever a, knife, a claw or a pen or something, a claw like. or whatever, and he's getting ready to like you know do them, and then all of a sudden the the little guy comes in. And he's got the gun, and he shoots... Uh, I think he shoots the henchman, right? He killed the henchman, He yeah. kills the henchman. So Christopher Lee's, like, you know, getting ready to... And then the co- the police come... Yeah, then the, the police come barging in, and he's like, oh, arrest them. They've... But they've then the witch shows up at the same <laughs> time, too. <laughs> and she was like... I don't the know cast is all here. Everybody's you know, there. And she was like some an old... Audience girl. is throwing roses. Every, exactly. It's just it's, it's the grandiose she, ending. So she's like the... Uh, kind of like the either like a girlfriend or somebody that was connected with oh that's right because she says I escaped from the castle and then he put a curse on me to make me ugly yeah 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 like yeah, right. she was supposed maybe she was ginger exactly. so the, one, the one girl this is ginger yeah, and yeah. Says that, that uh, he put the cast of of uh Donald Sutherland on her. So yeah. she fights Ugh, with him, you know. and, and she like you know was able to get stab him with the thing, and he and Christopher Lee like freezes up, does yeah, the freeze so train. He, he's immortalized. So now. in the meantime, you know, like they're getting ready to drag the uh, the two people to jail for like what happened, and then finally, I think the witch convinces him, or somebody convinces Look him. in the next room. And then like he goes in there and he sees like everybody just like you know, which is a pretty when you're a little kid, it's a pretty creepy scene. No, it's you know? pretty creepy now, even you know. <laughs> so if, like if you think about that reality Idea, yeah and also think about okay does this kill you or does this make you st- are you still co- you're frozen yeah you're just like like whatever. maybe your brain still works yeah who knows maybe your yeah. conscience to that and you'd wish for death yeah 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 you know? so then he goes in there and he's like okay you let him go where you know and then he as they're letting him go he's like yeah, I, I knew something was going on. He's trying to become oh, dude, like... Yeah, Donald yeah. Sutherland's so funny. He's like, yeah, I, yeah. did you know? Yeah, oh, yeah. I, 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 I kept it, he goes, I kept it to myself. I, it was my theory all along, but I kept it to myself. Yeah, right. It's yeah. so funny. And at that point, I would have been like... Uh, I did I did think to myself, I was like, if that was, if I was that comedy troupe, I'd be like, look, I was I was told I was going to have payment. I would have like ransacked the place a little bit. I would have yeah. said, Constable, you got to let us take some stuff because we were put out a lot, you know. And he would have he said yes. Yeah, right. I, I would have filled up with some gold and some, you know, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. food or wine, but gold at least. And yeah, right, right, right. But uh, maybe I'm just greedy. 
So anyway, <laughs> so then you know, it, but but what's interesting about this one? And then after that, it's the they end, just saw okay, see you later. And they they go, run oh, away oh. in their Scooby Doo van. Yeah, they're like jinkies. Yeah. Here's your Scooby snack, and they leave. You know. What's interesting about this movie is it's, this is one of the few movies that I've ever seen. I can't think of the other one, but I'm sure there is one where it's like the little guy. He's the hero of the movie, oh, yeah, you know? yeah, no. so it's kind of different, you know, kind of. Well, Wizard of Oz, they were the. No. Yeah, that's yeah, true. No, that's I the know. other one, Wizard of Oz, <laughs> you know. But <laughs> uh, this one's like a, you know, hey Christopher Lee, you know, for a Christopher Lee movie. It was a childhood favorite, so. You this know, is, he was young in this one. Yeah, he was. He was in his thirties, I think. Still, maybe he early looked, 40s. He looked very young, or the makeup artist was very good. Yeah, he was. Uh, the, he was in his early, late thirties, early forties, possibly. The henchman. You know what the henchman does have going on? His cheekbones, uh, man. Yeah, he looks like the guy from Christine. You remember the guy that sold Christine to the I kid? I think that's the guy I'm talking and about. And he had and he, his bones. He looks gaunt. He looks like he yeah, hasn't yeah, eaten yeah, yeah, for yeah. about eight years. I think that's the guy that I'm okay. talking about. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. He's I don't like, know if his name is Anthony Stevens. He's like some. Pro- he always was like prospector or starving guy at, at, at the, the. Yeah, he's always like a bad dude. But yeah, yeah, they, they have a similar look to him or yep. whatever. So I mean, eh, whatever. Yeah. So what so, do you give this one? Uh, just because it's a childhood favorite, I'll give it like an eight. It's like right, you know, I'm, at a, I'm at a seven. Yeah. It was good. It was funny enough that. Uh, it, it wasn't boring. Yeah, it wasn't boring. That's and that's what it was. You know, like the Sutherland ad. It's some very funny. Yeah subtle funny yeah, yeah like yeah, where you yeah, laughed yeah. a little bit you know uh it was creepy some of the stuff didn't work uh yeah the, the spider on the on the lady in the bed yeah, did yeah, not yeah, work yeah, but yeah, hey it was good enough it's a it's know. a low budget Italian low budget 64, yeah, you know? funny it, cool, it, it is yeah. what it is if you like this kind of stuff go out and look for it it's not on youtube oh well, it is on youtube i'm sorry it is yeah, on youtube yep. but yeah so, so uh, go check it out it's called it castle of, of the, the living, living dead, dead. So, all right. More castle movies <laughs> in the future, I'm sure. <laughs> From my part, anyway. Sure, why not? All right, we'll be right back. Springfield has become... Woo! Springfield! ...the most polluted city in the history of the planet. Drama queen! To prevent your poisons from spreading, your government has sealed you all within this dome. <laughs> Believe me, it's the last thing we wanted to do. I do own the company that makes the dome, but that's beside the point. What are you telling us? We're trapped like rats? No, rats can't be trapped this easily. You're trapped like carrots. internationally known special effects staff presents an epic-making science fiction film starring many of Hollywood's top stars. In Latitude Zero, you will see Utopia, a mysterious underwater city where the greatest scientific minds in the world have been assembled. Is this what I think it is? Diamond. But is it real? Everything in Latitude Zero is real. Here we go. (laughs) Malik the murderer has a diabolical plan to conquer the world. The submarine Alpha of Latitude Zero attacks Malik's submarine of death. The Black Shark.
you will see futuristic weapons and the battle of Blood Rock. Malik the Murderer's Face of Evil. Saw somebody murdered. Some sort of ritual across the river. A girl got stabbed. Two men witness an unspeakable evil and get trapped in an unbelievable nightmare. <laughs> 20th Century Fox presents Race with the Devil, starring Peter Fonda and Warren Oates. They're trying to screw with our brains. So what are we gonna do about it? There was nowhere they could hide. You've seen us. There was no one they could trust. Did anybody hear anything? Didn't anybody see anything? There was nothing they could do but run and fight and race with the devil. When you race with the devil, you'd better be faster than hell. Peter Fonda and Warren Oates in Race with the Devil. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. The Astro Zombies, subhuman electronic transplants that mutilate, torture, and kill in an orgy of blood-splattering horror beyond your imagination. Their creed was to kill, kill, kill. Watch as a deranged scientist transfers beating hearts and throbbing brains from living bodies to create the Astro Zombies. Horror, suspense, and chills tear at your senses as Wendell Corey and John Carradine match wits in the blood-drenched color film The Astro Zombies. Coming soon to your local theater. Watch it and die a thousand deaths. Milton. Hi. Uh, could you turn that down just a little bit? Well, I, I was told that I could listen to the radio at a reasonable volume from 9 to 11. Yeah, no, no, I, I know you're allowed to. I, uh, I was just thinking maybe like a, you know, personal favor. Well, I, 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 I told Bill that if, if Sandra's going to listen to her headphones while she's, while she's falling, then I should be able to listen to the radio while I'm collating, uh -huh. so I don't see why okay. I should have to turn down the radio because yeah, all right. okay. I enjoy listening at a reasonable volume. Thanks. From 9 to 11. No. So that's a stay tuned to be sure. And uh, now, in an ongoing series of your car... <laughs> no, that's a stay tuned in that. We're going to be doing the devil, or the, the uh, yeah, race yeah, of the yeah, devil. Race of the devil, yeah. That's awesome, man. Warren Oates and Peter Fonda, Peter Fonda and sign me up. Sign me up. Hot Lips Houlihan. Hot Lips Houlihan, yeah. Anyway, another racing movie in, in your series of racing movies. Yeah, this one was a, kind of a bummer. And, um, yeah. you know, I don't know... <sighs> What's the name of this one? This one was the Blonde the Comet. The Blonde Comet. And I read this synopsis, and I was like, well, that sounds pretty cool. It's from 1941. Um, it was. It reminded me a lot of Burn 'Em Up Barnes, which was a serial from oh, yeah, uh, from yeah, the yeah. same time as Commando Cody and all that kind of stuff. Uh, serials used to be like 15, 10 to 15 minute things that were very rudimentary that were in front of a movie to keep kids coming back to the movie each week because each week they'd show the next chapter and the thrilling chapter of blah, blah, blah. And uh, Burnham Up Barnes was a crime fighter by day, uh, race car driver by night, and these kind of these kind of um, sprint cars, you know, kind of thing. And this one sounded very good, but then in execution, I also realized that 
um, movie making has evolved <laughs> quite a bit. Like <laughs> to put it mildly, like this is very slow and plotting. It's very cumbersome. You can tell the plot about three seconds in. You know what I mean? Like there's not a lot. Nothing's gonna surprise you in these older, older movies. You know? Yeah. Uh, and that's what this one's right down there. It, it it has a lot of neat historical racing footage to the point where I was like too much racing footage. When you see a car, a, a race, you're going to watch about 12 minutes of race footage. And yeah, it's the sure. same, Padding, it's called. It's the same it, yeah. footage, and it's, and it's like, okay. You know, that's what took me out of the movie. Um, you know, it was just... The, uh, the, the, the studio is one of the cheaper studios, PRC. You know, they did the bottom nev- of the barrel movies. I never heard of them before. Yeah, PRC. they did, like, bottom of the barrel movies. And the, and the director is William Bodine. They used to call him William One-Shot Bodine because he was known for making movies cheap and fast. Wow. Kind of like I like our, my women, cheap yeah. and fast, you know. But at any rate, um, you know... He Bodine did a ton of movies. He even not hot and black, like you know, like your coffee. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, not in the forties. <laughs> not in the forties. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, good, that was a good one. Um, <laughs> Bodine did a ton of movies. He even did stuff like Billy the Kid versus Dracula in the sixties. So he did a main. So this movie was so. I mean, there are scenes where they blow their lines and they just keep on going. Yeah, when she's sitting there talking to that yeah. guy, she started talking over him, and then he was like, "Meh." The hell with it. Yeah, they left it in, and because she, she stopped, she's like, "Are we taking two? No. Okay. 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 I'll take that money to him, sir. You know. I mean, it's interesting for like, you know, this is like, it's the femini- da- it's the Danica Patrick story yeah, before Danica it's like, Patrick. It's like a feminist movie. Yeah, you know? the sure blonde is. comet is this super race car female driver who's like yeah. burning it up in Europe, you know, throughout the whole. NASCAR, or no, Indy, it's an Indy circuit. Yeah, it's like Indy circuit, Indy car. Plug for your one The Indy circuit. <laughs> wow. Plug nice for one cross, of your shows. Nice toss, dude. Nice <laughs> cross promo. That's what I'm here for, man. <laughs> yeah. That's why they pay me yeah, the big bucks. That's why they pay us the big bucks. Yeah, so anyway. So, yeah, boy, you know what? One of the things I did see, and I really wish I had some kind of uh, skill with art, uh-huh. those, the, like, before each race, they would show... Like the poster for the next race is very cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it yeah. was it was 30s stylings of race events was very cool back then. Yeah. It had like a, a graphical representation of the car, and it just had like they were very stark, mean, yeah, but yeah. it was so cool. It was funny at the beginning. They're showing you like the race car in Europe, and they always have like a. Uh, uh, they have a French announcer, a, a British announcer, and uh, I forgot what the other German announcer. Yeah, is. yeah, yeah. But it's the same uh, set. Ta- Italian. Italian. It's yeah. the same set. But oh, they're yeah. all like, uh, yeah, this is sweet, le, le IndyCar. Yeah. And it's like, and hey, then, it's the way, the IndyCar. Hey, she's a really good. Yeah, yep. And then they would do the spinning paper. Yeah. And it was, in, and it was in Italian. And then it would, it would like meld to uh to, to English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was always like, you know, Le, le Blonde Comet, she's really good. And then it would like, <laughs> then it would turn to English and it'd be like, the Blonde Comet is very fast or wins another race, you know. And you're yeah. kind of like, oh, this hits everything. This hits every, like, cliche there is, you know what I mean? But um, they had the girl harumping, you know. She wins and then she comes to America and then there's one dude that's really good, you know. And she's driving with her with her 
with in a, in a station wagon with with towing the car behind her. Right. And uh, and and the local shit heels have closed off the road so he can race on it. Yeah. He's yeah, yeah. practicing and she takes the detour. And I was looking for the seed, the bird seed, because I figured Wiley Coyote was there doing the same detour for the Roadrunner. There was just yeah, a, yeah, right. a secondary <laughs> camera. Yeah. And right, uh, right. and she's up there and she goes, "Harumph!" He's getting. You know, extra time, so she's a plucky gal, and she goes, kicks the thing over, and almost runs into him, you know. And she's got, like, her Swedish sidekick woman who is, like, at first I was like, Helga. Huh. Yeah. Helga, for the, huh, today's world, that would be, like, something else, but back then she was just her. <laughs> Her side, her, uh, you know, aide de camp or whatever. Uh, yeah, it's it. weird. You're like, who is this lady? You know, yeah, this big, I hey, thought, how you doing? Yeah, and, I'm from Sweden. And, and, and her, she was like, <laughs> I was like, is that her mom? But then she's talking in another scene about how her mom's married to a, ra- a famous race car driver. So that isn't her mom, and they never uh, even like even say why she's there or who this lady is. She was like her assistant, or yeah, whatever. something but weird. It's kind of like the other guy had his assistant too. The little oh, bald, dude, that was just, guy. Oh, the little, yeah, the little guy had the hots for the the yeah, Swedish the bombshell. Swede. Yeah, he's like, I want to get, I'm going to go get her. I'm going to go and they go get four pops. Yeah, oh, and, God, uh, pops. <laughs> hey, hey Toots, how you doing? Yeah, toots? Hey, yeah. that was a funny scene. But so <laughs> then, so then, one of the funniest things that is. Uh, what the hell did you, are you like? Oh, he, it's like at the first time when they're kind of like going at each other a little bit, but they're not being mean. They're just kind of, you know, you can tell this is a budding romance. Uh, she goes, he goes, oh, I'll see you at the race. And she's like, yeah, with all my dust in your eyes. Yeah, and then right. she drove off and I was like, that's pretty funny. Because yeah, like, yeah. you know, eat my dust or, you know, the, like the the winning race car driver is the one spraying the dust in everyone else's eyes. Yeah, yeah, sure. So it was yeah. a kind of a funny uh, little dig, you know. And then it kind of flash forwards right to that ra- the race, you know, and you're like, who are these people arguing? There's one guy who's a real jerk, and then there's one guy who's like a nice guy who gives people the parts. Texan, the, and then there's a Texan and then the sh- guy. There's this, there's this guy who has a sign that says, I'm dead meat hanging around his neck. Yeah. He's like this this country yokel from Texas is like, gosh, them's his fighting words. And then the meat guy's like, oh, shut up, you shit heel. And then, and then, then he goes like, get out of here, dick. And then, you know, and then the guy's like, oh, I saw your tires were kind of bald. And he's like, I ain't got no money. Yeah, I only got some horseshoes. And he goes, oh, well, you can take these tires. I don't want to see you get hurt. So everyone's kind of talking shit about the, uh, the hick who's never raced before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's Texas. The Texan. So you know this dude's dead. Like, from the second. That surprised me. I'm, I got no, surprised. From the by second that he walked in, I was like, well, this guy's dead, you know, because they're setting up the guy, yeah. the bad guy who's real mean and real rough on the racetrack, which there are these people. Some guys are just very aggressive and mean on the track, and some aren't. You know, yeah. And, and they, they do it the right way. Well, there's no right or wrong way. Who cares? What's that guy these days, a NASCAR guy, Tony Stewart? Apparently, he's kind of a rough guy. Well, they're, they're all rough. You have to, I mean, that's a. that. To be in that world, you have to be arrogant and rough and, you know, yeah, just yeah, a real yeah, jerk-off. Sure yeah. But this guy, so so this, you know, the, the Texas shit heels, like, kind of ne- no, making friends with everyone, but you know he's dead. And then the, they had to set it up so there was an evil guy. And that's the, the bad guy. So, flash forward, this is the race, you know, the, the Texas guy crashes from the bad guy because they were slugging it out on the... They did this... They showed this race footage, and you're like, okay. And I actually really like those cars that they used back then yeah i mean if i could build one and drive it i would on the street like they're cool it's like there's a single seat and it's made of metal and they're they're higher up than of course than today's cars but 
they're just modified Model T's and Model A's sure. frames, and they just made them race cars. You know, that's how things were back then. They weren't all professional like they are sure, now. Sure, sure. And uh, so then, you know, he crashes, and they don't say he's dead yet, but you know he's dead. And 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 then they finish, and the girl wins, and the bad guy comes in second, and then our hero comes in third. I yeah, believe yeah, that's right. how it was. Yeah. And the bad guys, or the, the you know the our hero is really steamed, so he gets out, he knocks the guy out, he beats up the because uh, he, the he, bad he knocked, guy. he killed, he, he, he killed the Texan, he killed the Texan, and yeah, he goes, well, this I mean, is this is for Texas. Yeah, or something right. like that. He said, he's, yeah, 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 yeah. And he didn't say anything to the girl. And the whole time they're like, oh, wow, this guy. But, but, but when he punches the guy, the girl looks at him and goes like, ooh. I could get gonna, used to I, I, could, I, I could like him. Yeah, right. Yeah, so she's already rubbing her legs together like a cricket. You know, she's yeah, like, right. oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, 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 and the whole time they're like, wow, this guy has a really good carburetor. So our hero is also a carburetor building guy. like, And that's, <laughs> that's true to the racing world. There, these guys continually build stuff and modify stuff and change stuff, and to get an edge on that race, and that actually that stuff does actually push forward our the whole world's car technology. That's a lot of what we consider how our cars handle and drive now is all from race cars. Yeah, uh, okay. and, you know, I didn't know so that, but okay. yeah, and it's it's just very interesting because it's they're constantly looking to shave weight, make things stronger, and make things better. So it it continues to always influence our our what we drive, you know. Mm, okay. So, um, and this now this is a budding romance, and there's another race in there, to, the one to qualify for Indy. Yeah, I think he wins that. He wins, that, wins one. that one. Uh, but then also like, they're also getting money together for for the um. For to send the Texas guy home for this funeral. Yeah, he's calling up all the drivers. Like, give me some money. Blah yeah. blah blah. And they're using this to kind of give some exposition as to yeah. who these people are that you're we watching. Have a story. Yeah. But it's very flimsy. It's flimsy at best. She. That's when she walks over and says, "Hi, I was supposed to look you up. I'm my my dad's, you know, Cannonball Jose or whatever her yeah, name is. Cannonball and, Adderley. Yeah. And then she and he's like, Oh, you're old Cannonball's daughter. No wonder you're such a fast driver and you should talk talk to Joe. He's super driver guy and okay and we'll see ya. And then, you know, and that's and that's when we're just in the racing. Yeah, and then she she ends up ponying up like eighty bucks yeah. to like, you know, help the Texan guy. So she's a she's a good woman or whatever. And she's also at the gas station getting you know, gasped by you know Goofy Goofy Man, his yeah. sidekick, his uh, <laughs> yeah. Both of our our hero and and the blonde comet, their sidekicks are now in a budding romance as well. So this is just double date city. Except the girl, the woman is like about two feet oh, taller so than the great. guy. Yeah, she's the, the, the funny the the one scene that I cracked up when he's like doing like the laps. And he's got the blackboard and he's telling the. The little guy's telling his guy, "Hey, four laps." And on the back, he writes, "I love you." And he's like, "Remember, there was a scene where he wrote on the back, and he's like giving it to the, uh, uh, giving it to the tall Swedish woman." But then accidentally, he puts yeah. it in the track, and people are driving by, and they see, "I love you," and they're like, "What?" That was funny. <laughs> that hey, cracked me hey, up. It's, it's modern times, you know, gay pride, gay pride exactly, racing, racing. Yeah. It's a hundred percent accurate. Rainbow now. racing. Yep. 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> Who knew how, how forward-thinking these were? The Hopefully blonde they're blonde comment. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling so, you. Um, <laughs> that's for BOD this week. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> the, um, you might talk about it more than I will, but at any rate. Yeah. <laughs> so, as the, the, anyway, so yeah, then they had the last race, which is like the Indy. This, this is, is the Indy car. The Indy yeah. 500, which yep. I didn't know there was an Indy 500 like back in the 40s. But you know, that's like one of the longest running. Is it really? It's it's, it's up that. there, yeah. It's and it's kind of a, a really heritage. There's a lot of heritage to it. It's very um, sacred in in the race world. Okay, I didn't know that. So, uh, yeah. Now this is just the big good versus evil. She bows yeah, out yeah, of this yeah. race or something. No, like? she gets. She, well, oh, when, when they're racing. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're getting close to the end. His car like his car like fails on him. Something happens. It breaks down. But then she's like driving. All of a sudden, she's starting to like pass out because it's too much. You know, 500 laps or. Something happens to her where she doesn't feel good. So she pulls off the side of the road, and he's there saying, oh, gosh, darn it, my car's busted. So she goes to his guy. He goes, hey, tell him to take my car and finish it off. Yeah, I'm So he, he gets in, you know, our hero gets into the Blonde Comet's car, and then he ends up, like, yeah. you know, winning. Winning the race, and she comes out. During the race, she changes into a dress. Yeah, yeah. And it comes out, and then they watch him, and they're like, yay, you. The yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. Like, and and again, I'm I'm sounding like I'm being very critical, and and I guess I am to some degree, but there's just nothing here. Like like the story could be a two-page pamphlet, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's and I don't expect a ton, but this is just straight up good guy, bad guy, love interest, go. Yeah. She sacrificed the race so he could succeed, and now I'm gonna make the money for two of us, baby. Kiss. Fade to black, and that's th- like th- literally what they th- said. This is, I guess, the what what they originally called the B movie because there was an A movie, which was your, you know, your more of a well, m- more of a money was, ba- you know, a, a well, more they, bigger budget movie. And then this was like the second feature to like round out to make it more yeah. like two hours. So this was the B feature. Well, was there so. like now back then? I maybe I'm thinking of this wrong, but back then wasn't it almost like more grandiose than now? The A movies. Not I'm as probably. far, not as far as the marketing and stuff like that, but I, as far as like the star power. Probably. I think the difference in star power was much greater back in back in the oh, 30s, yeah, yeah, 40s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those people that were the stars were like, wow, today the, royalty. Today, today you know? the, the no, today's stars are pretty big, but yeah, back then they were like. I think we rip through them faster now. Yeah, back like then, back, you know, become, you know, you think about it though, and it, it goes back to everything else, and I, I guess. Which says a lot about me, in mm-hmm. in in more ways than and the more you know, I'm I'm I seem to be more of an originalist because I, I I like the early people the stars like I consider the people that came oh, out in the he, 30s and 40s the originals you yeah, know, the, more so than the well, the copies that we get as the years go on maybe because it was an era where I first started but they they had more something they had something going on they were the, they were the archetypes they're also for, I know. think and I might be wrong about this again I. I I, these are things I think, but doesn't necessarily mean that they're true. I also think that stars and uh, leaders and stuff like that, they also carried more respect where people didn't just poke constantly poke holes in their lives. If they, you know, like, they were left alone if they said, hey, don't print that. It didn't get printed. Where now everything is, 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 uh, is, is poured over to, so there is no more heroes. Like, no. Those guys back then were very like those stars. I know what you're talking about like were, were great. Their archetypes know? are yeah. like okay, like when you see guys today, 
You go, oh, you know, this so-and-so is kind of like a Gary Cooper type or, or a, well, yeah, they or always a bogey compare. type or whatever because that they, they you know, they, they set the standards for, you know, for people. Mm -hmm. Those are, they're still original people. Not, but, yeah, back then you're right. You're 100% right. Oh, Humphrey right. Bogart. My God, man. Cary Grant, Humphrey Bogart, John who was the Wayne, guy? Who was the, who was the guy that, d that danced? Uh, not Fred Astaire, but the other one. Oh, Gene Kelly. Gene Kelly. Like, there, there was some... And then... And then some of the people that came along in our lifetimes that were, were, were yeah, our Clint Eastwood, Clint Eastwood, like that's like you're like holy shit. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's Charles, one of the, uh, Bronson. Bronson, those are the, those are the last of their archetype the guys. Steel-eyed, anti-hero. Uh, that like, was just wow. You know, like uh, Karloff, Lugosi. Yeah, they're archetype yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of means know. something. You know, it means that, like even I think to some degree Elvis. Was Elvis. what were because you're like well this is the first time this is happening this is pretty exciting. Elvis was yeah Elvis was an archetype he was the guy I saw a, if it wasn't no. for Elvis you wouldn't have had the Beatles and yeah. all that kind of stuff I saw a picture of Charles Bronson this was about two weeks ago I don't even know where I saw it he was walking and it was he was must have been early on in his career or I don't know when he was taken but he was very young and he was in San Francisco and I think he was walking mm -hmm. with a starlet he was huge. Bronson was? He was ripped more than like... But he, was, he was a tall guy No, too? no, no. Bronson was a smaller oh, Bill, guy. Oh, Bill, Bill, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, his arms were cannons. Like, he was just... I yeah. never I never remembered him being that big. Like, his shoulders... He looked like he was a, a, a middleweight boxer. And he just had the arms... Well, he were, had that were face. ...veined up. I know, and he was just... But he young guy... Man, he looked like he would kill you. Yeah, he was a he with a like with a, a glance. Guy. You know, <laughs> like... I, 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 I Bronson was, was great. I, I loved him. Underrated. Definitely underrated, kind of like he was a he he had his moment, but he was not overshadowed. But there was a lot of guys like that. There was yeah. Burt Reynolds were coming up. There was the Eastwoods. There was and they were almost more hyper aggressive or they had bigger hits. And because I what one thing I loved mostly about even uh, though Death Bronson, was a pretty big yeah, movie. Bronson was just like Clint Eastwood. I loved them because they didn't do a lot of talking. No, and they and they didn't have to no. like. You know, somebody would be prattling on in their ear, and they would say nothing and walk out, and you're like, "Well, that's pretty scary." Yeah, what was just, the, yeah. What was the the good? No, wasn't the good, the bad, and the ugly. What was Once the, upon a time in the west. Once upon a time in the west, when he was Clint Eastwood didn't, did, didn't want to do it. That's why Bronson did it. That's awesome. But Bronson. supposedly Bronson was there's this all there's a, there's this whole storyline which you read online uh -huh. of all the people that were offered oh like who a, didn't a, take a fistful of dollars before Clint oh, Eastwood, whoa. and apparently Bronson was too. Wow. Before Eastwood, according. But I don't know if this, these stories are, you know, fake or whatever, but apparently he was offered and he yeah. didn't. Well, you always get hear it stuff like, uh, you know, uh, uh, Kurt Russell could have been Han Solo. And, uh, like, there's a, a well, lot you, of that Well, you stuff, know the you know? one where they said that they, they had two different sets of Han, Luke, Han, Luke. Uh, cool Han Luke? Luke, yeah, no. Luke, oh. Luke uh, Leia, Stop. and uh, Han Solo. And the other version of it was Christopher Walken as Han Solo. I forgot who played Luke and the and and oh Kurt Russell I think was Luke and uh, Leia was supposed to be uh, Terry Nunn who ended up being in that band Berlin I, something along those lines wow. I could be screwing it up but yeah I've heard things about that supposedly like Ronald Reagan was up for the role of Casablanca <laughs> and you know there's there's a lot of you know if you, uh, if you see the um, I think there's a tra there's a reel in the Godfather DVD for all the screen tests of people that tested for it it didn't oh, get it or whatever it's really it's really interesting yeah it is interesting so, alright anyway. that's it for this week well, what did you give this one what you, I'll give it a 5 that's alright I'm dead center 5 I don't hate Take it, it don't love it. it it's like whatever there's 
other stuff out there. <laughs> There's better racing movies. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right, that's it for this week. My name's Matt with me as always. Dr. Morbius. We'll see you on the other side. <laughs>